How we doing? So I'll keep this brief so our guest can have the time that he needs. I met Billy Graham back in 2005 on my first trip to India, and I said this last service, he's a guy that the more you know him, the more you like him. Not everybody is that way. There's some people, you think you would like them, and then you get to know them, and you're like, I don't like him. That's not Billy. So give a warm welcome to Billy Graham Palos. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. It is such a great joy and an honor to be here with you to share what God is doing in the nation of India. And I really appreciate our dear pastor, Matt Haverly, and also dear sister, Charity, and this entire Edgewater Christian Fellowship. And also I wanted to thank our dear brother, Jason, who is my good buddy. Uh, helping in all kinds of coordinations and uh, wanted to thank uh, Uncle Stan who is actually running our uh, ministry unreached villages right out of Banton. You know, right from Oregon is when what we are doing all, uh, all of these things in India. So, and also we have Andrea who actually came over, our uh, uh, secretary, she is able to help us at the table. So I'm delighted to be here to share what God is doing in the nation of India. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, we talk about all the things that God, we wanted uh, you to do great things, bring a change and revival and peace and uh, salvation and souls, you know, and harvest. Because even Jesus said, harvest is plenty. There is no shortage of harvest, but the labors are few. And today God wanted each one of us to be in the list of few. Amen? So we can able to, you know, reap the harvest. So I'm uh, going to be sharing more about uh, uh, the awesome things that the Lord is doing in, in, in the nation of India. You will never be the same as you leave from this place. What you're going to be seeing and hearing is going to truly grip your heart. And we are going to see just a couple of the uh, PowerPoint, uh, you know, presentation, uh, just to bringing it, uh, you know, in a visual manner. So we'll start... Uh, our first one, I'm delighted to be married with a beautiful wife. Her name is Shalini. And, um, and I have three boys, Joseph, Samuel, and Johnny. Amen? So when I, yeah, amen, thank you. So when I married her, you know, in India, we have a, a system that is dowry. You had to pay a lot of money and you had to, you know, to, to, for the girl's family need to pay. And when I was ready to get married, we got the word out there. There are seven people. They sent their pictures for me to get married. I can only marry one. And I looked at all the pictures and I said, eeny, meeny, money, move. Which one of this? But none of them worked out except my beautiful, you know, wife, Shalini. She was 19 years old with zero dowry. Amen? All I want is a beautiful woman who follows the Lord. And uh, here she is, and she's running our school and uh, keeping up, she's a, a principal of the school. And I have Joseph, Samuel, and uh, little Johnny. Keep them in your prayer, as God is doing some amazing things in India, uh, working among all kinds of people. See, India is a unique nation. 
you know you can see it right there under this little banner of india 1.432 billion people just in the month of july this year just few months ago we just exceeded china and we are the first one now on the line you are so behind <laughs> yeah you won't able to catch up with us don't try amen yeah we are right up there and in this there is uh, so many different uh, you know right here you can see just imagine bangladesh united states india you know the indonesia brazil pakistan niger all of this country put together is this that's how you can get the imagination all of these people is one nation india so this is a it's a big field right there oh yeah you know i travel around here almost for the past 30 years i look around everywhere i'm like where where, where is people here is everybody out of town in vacationing what is going on here lot of trees no people and here we got it you know so a lot of people mode of transportation you know no need of reservation pre booking the booking business won't do too well over there <laughs> you know is is an interesting nation here we are working in various different ways we are involved with the ministry not just only preaching the gospel and uh, you know of course that is our number one uh, you know priority but we are working among the leprosy people they are the most forgotten neglected even in jesus time old testament they are supposed to be put out of the camp and all that stuff so they live in a you know very um, uh, remote areas in the colonies and we are able to just uh, reach out to them these are people giving their life to jesus amen they may not have full fingers but they have something left which they are lifting up to the lord asking jesus to come into their heart amen so here we are reaching out to them and uh, touching their lives by sharing the gospel with them and they are very thankful and grateful india is broken with so many caste system you know we have so many and out of the low caste there is more than 500 million people are in that caste to serve the rest of the caste about them they want to serve and uh, do all the odd stuff so here we are from our school giving children some christmas gift and uh, giving them a joy of giving amen yeah little santas walking around there <laughs> amen so here we are we are this we have about 600 children you know that we have uh, we are educating them these are our staff they are working very diligently amen let's watch this little video jesus christ here we are today uh, meeting with our new uh, children here in this uh, dumping yard uh, we have been coming here for the past few years uh, through pastor jagjeevan as well as uh, uh, sister shanti uh, they have been doing an outstanding work uh, loving and caring for the people that are just uh, on the street run down location so through the grace of god we are able to uh, bring them some uh, new clothes that they can able to wear you can see them what they are wearing right now they are not looking too pretty so we are uh, providing them a new clothes so pray the lord will continuously change this uh, children's life especially we are uh, praying for our pastor and sister shanti 
as they are helping them, trying to educate them, and uh, their whole team. Uh, right now, we have a beautiful team from Waiva uh, Malso, and uh, we pray the Lord will uh, change these children's future in the years to come. Greetings okay. in the name of our Lord Jesus. We wanted to just uh, let you know that these are the people that you can see. Uh, their hands, uh, all the fingers are gone. Uh, completely they are affected with uh, leprosies. You can see my finger here and their fingers. There is only the palm is there. So thank you very, very much for being a blessing uh, to this uh, community here. These are the desperate and needy people that we need to care for. What we are doing for them, we are doing it for God. So we thank you for uh, your uh, continuous support and your help with the needy people. Amen, amen, amen. Isn't that so awesome? <laughs> you know, these are the people that are uh, dumped out there. They're helping them. Uh, you may be wondering, what is this mission is running, you know? Uh, about 25 years ago, when we were starting to build the training center and uh, so many different projects, there is a woman in uh, Alabama. She said, I wanted to help you with the getting a machine, but uh, she didn't have the resource but she had some antique Barbie dolls. You know, what can a Barbie doll do to you? You look at them, they look at you, keep looking at each other, the cute faces. That's all you get out of Barbie. She sold 14 Barbies and this machine was purchased 25 years ago and still running. I like this Barbie better. Yeah, this Barbie is moving, amen. We built a school, facility, wall, the whole thing, and it's worth of turning our toys into a tools. Amen? For the gospel's sake. 52 people, they were able to be graduated and uh, uh, move forward to plant churches and uh, share the good news in the remote places. Keep them in your prayer. This year, by the grace of God, we were able to dedicate 15 churches in so many places. Amen? One of the churches that actually right now we are working on, maybe next year when I come, God willing, I'll give you the big story of that. This pastor is an amazing guy. God is using him mightily. The reason we are building the church, even in the winter, in the, in the monsoon time, water just builds up because it comes over to his uh, rice paddy area up to the knee level inside the church. People are kneeling, I mean, people are standing up the knee level water and worshiping Jesus. Good thing one guy in the middle of worship uh, kept his eyes open when the cobra was just uh, swimming through. <laughs> yeah, he get to, you know, knock that thing off. But anyway, we are building a new church for him. He probably needs it. So, <laughs> amen. Here is 15 churches that we just went around and start opening in many areas. That's my wife and my younger boy. He loves cutting ribbons. <laughs> and uh, yeah, these are people. They are worshiping the living God. Amen. What a wonderful thing that we'll be with these people for in eternity, forever and ever. My brother and my mom, they were traveling with me to uh, dedicate those buildings. And it's been amazing to see 
All these are new places. You know, they are able to, this is Pastor Ravi. Actually, this is the church where uh, Pastor Jason and the team, they are going to Mexico today. They came over to India, put the foundation, put the brick wall, and now we finished and we are able to now have the dedication. Right from Edgewater, you know, we, we, we had that, that's the building right there. Yeah, thank you, Jason. Thanks. Amen. And uh, these are the areas, uh, more churches, more churches. Yeah, this is the best thing that happened, you know, because uh, the Bible says, how can one hear the gospel unless they are sent? You know, we have 32 languages and 1,652 dialects. When in the world we are going to learn all of that and take the gospel to these people? But we have army of people that are, they are going who knows the language, knows the culture. All we have to do is just supply some, some speakers and uh, some bike for them to go from where they are to the rural area. And here we are, just able to supply the speakers and uh, they're amazing. They're just a portable, built-in battery, cordless mic, and they can last for next to 10 years. And uh, we got given them 50 of them, but we are praying for just 100 more. So just to keep that, keep that in your mind. We need to get the gospel out there. And you can see when they received it with great joy, you know, these people, they're just thanking everybody. This is the best. Six days, they're out there preaching the good news. Seventh day, this is the sound system for the church. Amen? Yeah, it all works for multi-purpose. So there they are in a motorbike, you know, after the village. And India, we are not running out of village. We have about a million village in India. Amen? And uh, with the eating rice and curry and uh, just a 95 degree heat out there, they'll get the job done. Amen. Hallelujah. There they are, setting it up uh, wherever they can find a little place and uh, start preaching the gospel right there in the village. This is what the speaker, this guy, Sami Durai, amazing guy. He was actually <coughs> uh, diagnosed cancer. So he was admitted to the hospital. On his way to the hospital, he saw a church, you know, along the way with the cross. And uh, he got there, he was there for a month and uh, the hospital was treating and finally the doctor said, you're not going to make it, this is too far. And you have to go back. So they informed the village for arranging the funeral. You know, he said he will only live for 24 hours. So this guy was loaded in the ambulance, six hour drive from there to the you know, village. So as his wife and other people from the village to take him back, they were in the ambulance. While they were traveling, the side you can see he's lifting up and showing a little scar there. There's where the things were you know, oozing. And uh, the people there sitting with him, no air condition in that van, they're just so smelling so bad. And they said, we can't tolerate this for very long. Remember what the doctor said? He will be only living for 24 hours. So in case by the time we arrive at our village, if he doesn't die, we will make sure he will die. Because, you know, because uh, this is very bad smell here. We'll just put a little bit of poison in his mouth and, uh, uh, you know, he, he'll be fine. He'll, he, you know, he, he'll be done with. Because we already arranged the funeral. All the people are there waiting and we cannot cancel the funeral and we cannot be able to disappoint the people who came to the funeral. 
So we got to finish this. So because doctor said he's not going to live anyway. So just don't interrupt all the other programs and close him up. As they were going, this guy was listening, laying in the, in the in ambulance about all these things going on. And he just uh, simply grabbed the wife's hand and said, uh, you know, I have a last wish. Oh yeah, <laughs> he will have a last wish in no time. And uh, I wanted to stop at the church where we saw the cross coming, you know, when we went to the hospital. And I want to be prayed by the pastor there. That's the pastor with the green shirt right there. And uh, they got down there, pastor taken him in, and he told the pastor all the things they are planning to, to do. And uh, he came out and he told the guys, you know guys, he's not going to come back with you. I'm going to keep him for a week because the fasting prayer is going on. They were having a 21 day fasting prayer in the church when this guy is arriving, a special gift, amen? And those guys were screaming and shouting. They were like, oh no, we cannot change our plans. And uh, we had to, you know, uh, do this funeral today itself. And it's like, yeah, you do whatever you wanted to do, but he's not coming. You know, do, you do with something else. Amen. <laughs> so thank God he was prayed for a week. And uh, he was, you know, all these things came out. They cleaned it all up. Went to the hospital and checked it out. He has no cancer. Cancer is gone. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And right after that, he came to the church. He said, Pastor, come with me to my village. So he taken the pastor, his wife, his team, everybody to the village. And now when he is walking with everything they were planned for the week before and the gathering they already had once to do something else, now they're opening their eyes and seeing what is going on here. That man is walking. They, when they gathered, he looked at each one of these people. He said, Jesus is alive. Pastor didn't even open his mouth. He said, because of Jesus, I am alive and I'm walking over this floor. Otherwise, you guys would have been buried me week ago under the ground where I am walking. So Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. That following week, pastor was busy baptizing 20 people. Amen. Who got saved from this one single miracle. God is alive. Jesus is alive. Amen. So that's the story behind that. And uh, we are working among the uh, blind children. There are uh, about 73 of them are there in one of the orphanage. We are able to minister to them and uh, pray and provide things. We are uh, drilling wells and uh, supplying of uh, uh, clean water. And uh, here you can see we are also providing uh, wheelchairs. You know, with all this 1.4 some billion people, more than 1 million people even today crawling on the ground, like on the dirt, like an animal, without having one wheelchair that they could lift it up and put them in there, give them self-dignity and mobility. Amen? 70 we supplied, the list have now grown to 1,000. And I'm in Lord, where do I go? Amen? The need is big, but it's doable. So keep us in your prayer that we can lift many people and share the good news of Jesus with all of them. And here you can see all the things. You can see the smile you know, in their face as they are able to, first time, 
you know, just caring for these people, totally forgotten people. With our caste system, these guys are considered as dung. And uh, here we are, we are able to supply the need of these people in a very unique way. Amen. You can see, uh, yeah, giving their life to Jesus. All of this, we built out of three churches for them. Just imagine having no finger and uh, running your life, you know, day in, uh, day out. It's just a really a hard thing. But uh, thank God, these are deaf and dumb children. We are able to minister another orphanage where we are actually helping them with the mat and uh, blankets and the vacation Bible school. This is our training center. That Barbie doll I was showing you built this entire concrete facility. Oh yeah, thousand pillars are there. Concrete. This is where previously the radicals burned down our facility. Out of the ash, this has come out in a bar for the glory of God. So here we can see uh, about 1,500 children. But this year, by the grace of God, all together in various places, we had 25,000 children for vacation Bible school. Not bad. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Here you can see, you know, this is only 1,500 in one place and, and uh, pray the Lord will continuously help us. Next year we are targeting for 50,000. Amen. Just to double it, no problem. Amen. We have people. Here they are. They're coming from various villages and these vehicles don't have seat belts because they don't have seat. Amen. <laughs> Yeah, like sardines. Just uh, stack them up. Yeah, amen. Made in India. <laughs> Here you can see all of our children. You know, because of the situation that uh, the parents are in, uh, we have so many children that are needing education. So we have a, in a program for these children and called the Prince of Peace School. It's totally, you know, we adopt these children and uh, I brought about a hundred of them and please pray and take this with you because I have them alive in India. So I don't want to take this back and, uh, you know, they are able to have a free education. So far, by the grace of God, we were able to have more than 3,700 children go through our school and some of them are even in college, you know, because of their quality education they're able to have. These are the lunch boxes. We provide everything. Water bottles, you know, books and uh, shoes, everything. And transportation. You know, just a great method to have this younger generation, uh, you know, have a better education. So here are the children. They are bused in from various places. Keep them in your prayer. Amen? They are the, you know, because in India with our population, Almost under 30 years age to the infant, about a billion people. Just under, that's the young India that we have. And uh, so keep them in your prayer that God would uh, do great things through these children. And we, this is some uh, uh, skating program that we had at our uh, school and we are able to win uh, 12 uh, gold medal. And this is the church that I was talking about, one of the pastor. Um, that is actually, this is another pastor, Pastor Durai Peter. Amazing guy. Almost every Sunday or every other Sunday, he's having baptism in his church because so many people are getting saved. Amen? Isn't that awesome? And you can see more and more. Amen? So these are throughout India in 18 different states. 
that we have the work that the network has uh, spread out wherever we can find some water you know this is in bihar in the northern region you know they are giving them baptism there and uh, you know andhra pradesh yeah so many different places where they are uh, completely giving their life to the lord yeah <clears throat> i will share about this while you are watching this you know i remember him sharing with me he said pastor the lord one day let me to do this i wanted to share with you i said what is it he said i was just praying and asking god you know i wanted to be a blessing and the lord said you go to this hospital and pray for this particular guy that i will guide you and uh, i will do great things so he left the church and uh, taken his wife and went over there to the hospital soon enough there was a family sitting outside the hospital weeping and crying because the father was taken inside uh, to the doctor's office with the critical situation and the doctor is in a hurry getting the blood pressures and uh, almost a referring about to move him to icu so when he asked uh, family you know what is happening they explained everything and they said just take me to the doctor take him to the head, to the doctor he went there and asked the doctor could i have this guy for an hour and the doctor said uh, are you a doctor he said no then what do you do i do treatments he said yeah i do treatments by prayer by jesus you know so the doctor got well this guy sounds a little you know something different and because this guy sickness is so bad and the family is so poor the doctor said just just take it with you but i'm sending four nurses with you too and they are going to go with you wherever you are taking in one hour i my people will be calling me if something has not happened with him in the healing process then i'm coming there myself with police to take care of you amen kind of a little bit of a you know corner den you know spot so he prayed and he said no problem so he just got the guy they were on the way to the church to pray and as they were just praying for this guy he said he was feeling something you know tangible in his body he wants to lay down so they said okay go ahead and lay down so as he was laying down the four nurses were there he thought while you know this guy is laying why i wait i can just share the gospel with these four people so they were in their white dress you know sitting there and the, the nurses so he started praying and ministering sharing the word as he was saying the spirit of the lord gave him a word to speak to them there is two of you here having a struggle having babies is there anything going on here god wants to help you in that area and the two girls out of the four start weeping one of them said i don't have a child in total of you know 6 years and another one you know said i don't have it in 3 years we tried everything and he said jesus is going to take care of that so he was just praying over the two for a god to take the curse away while he is praying the other two girls they were screaming stop 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 and the pastor thought maybe they are telling the pastor to stop praying but that was not the case the guy who was laying there on the on the mat he's walking out of the church <laughs> he is walking out he said i'm healed i'm going home i'm not going to the hospital hallelujah 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Just like you see in the Bible, Jesus said to the paralyzed, you laid enough, man. Time to go home. Amen. He raised him, take up your bed and walk. And that's what exactly, they got to go and stop this guy from going out. And uh, the nurses called the doctor, said, don't bother coming down here. He's not here. He gone back home. He's got healed and he left. And moreover, we got prayed for, for our problem too, which you couldn't able to help all these years. And uh, uh, we will be taken care of as well. <laughs> Amen. Just uh, two months ago, these two girls, they came with a new baby in their hands to the church, standing in front of the crowd and saying, we've been sent by the doctor to this place to spy on the pastor and to report it back. But by doing so, we happen to hear to be prayed for and get our curses out. Here is the miracle baby we waited for six long years. Jesus is alive. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen! Thank you, Lord! And you can see this is the amazing things God is doing through this pastor. He's busy baptizing people and uh, doing the work of the kingdom. Motorbikes! These are the best of transportation. With India, that many people, we don't have space for vehicles to go in so many places. So this can get through any, everywhere. You know, so we have been supplying this and we are in need of only 50 more right now. I will let you know if I need more, but uh, uh, <laughs> amen. But right now, 50 will do. So keep us in your prayer that we can get these guys on this bike with the, with the speakers to send out into the mission field. Amen? They need to take the gospel into these rural areas. So you remember here, you know, Pastor Jagjeevan and uh, Shanti, they're the one working among the, you know, the children of the dumping yard area. They're also now working in the, among the tribal people. You can see all these different, uh, you know, preachers and evangelists they are just uh, putting him on the wheels, getting them out. Amen? This guy, he's, he got a polio. One hand and one leg doesn't work. With one hand, he got his whole family going out and doing ministry. Amen? It's awesome. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You know, sometimes they have to travel like this, like in Amazon River, you know, going from one place. Look at this. How do you drive your car in this road? Even he's having a hard time driving his bike. Amen? But he got to cross the rivers and get to the other side to reach out to the people. Amen? Here he is, carry his own tent, take his own speaker, and this is what he finds out there. Unbelievable. Brothers and sisters, we pray a lot. Well and good. But we got to do something about it too. Amen? Jesus had compassion and compassion turned into action. And here we can see this particular tribe, they have come from Africa almost 2,000 years ago to India. They are the oldest tribe living in India now. And that's the time that Jesus came and preached the gospel in Jerusalem, in all other places. Yet the gospel didn't get to this place in India at that time. But today, here we are. Amen? Amen. 
2023, we can make the Jesus word to reach to them by the grace of God. After all this time, they waited long enough. They don't need to wait anymore. God is keeping us with great joy, great pride of our salvation. We need to get this message to these people. Amen. And here you can see the team is walking into this region. There is a Sister Shanti right there with these people sharing the good news, going home after home. You know, there's a amazing that what God is doing through them. Keep them in your prayers. And uh, here you can see that's Pastor Jagajivan right there, uh, you know, her husband. And uh, they're great people. God is using them in a mighty way. So, amen. They need Jesus. Amen. And we are going to be just seeing a little uh, video after this. Amen. Care to minister to the people that are in the dumping yard and the children also being dumped there. There was only a couple of uh, father and mothers are there, but uh, and out of that, there are more children that are uh, left out there, uh, totally homeless. When the truck comes in in the morning with all the trash and uh, rotten food or uh, any type of thing, all of a sudden, these little children. They'll be running right out to that, hoping to find some recycling materials and also even some food oftentimes. The smell out there is unbearable. And even among that, I noticed one girl, her name is Rani. And this little girl, uh, she had a lot of skin-related uh, uh, disease. And uh, as uh, we were able to take her to the government hospital, the the doctor was so upset. I said, don't you smell and see how she is? You picked her out of the dump to bring her all the way here just to take her back and throw her into the dump. She doesn't deserve to live. But uh, we have taken her into a private hospital with uh, continuous treatment and uh, uh, care. By the grace of God, after a few months, uh, things got completely better. And uh, you can see that total transformation from where she was. Uh, little Rani, who has actually been told to be dumped back into the dumping yard, now growing with great joy and a beautiful hair that uh, she has back again, giving her a, a self-worth value and respect. Through some medical camp that we had, helping the local children there, clipping their nails and cutting their hairs and giving them bath and, uh, you know, literally kind of uh, changing their uh, life right there. So we pray the Lord will continuously strengthen our hands to do more of these things to help these kind of uh, underprivileged children that are completely dumped out in this dumping yard. With the recent revival that they have been seeing in their uh, religious faith, uh, there's all kinds of amazing activities that are going around the country. I was actually driving down there and I saw this massive amount of people. They were gathering there for this particular festival. And I have been to many, many festivals over the years. But this was uh, something very different that I have never uh, seen in my life. What has happened, uh, there is about 50-some villages. People have gathered in this area with the thousands of them there. And they were literally brought about 30 tons 
of firewood and they piled it up like a big stack and they were waiting for the whole thing to come down as a hot coal uh, burning out of the wood. Then finally they were leveling it out about 30 feet long and about a foot deep. Then there was about 300 people. They were waiting uh, in line, uh, ready to just walk right through this uh, hot coal fire with no sandals or shoes and anything in a, in a barefoot. And uh, it was really very heartbreaking in some ways, but uh, it amazed me the commitment and the dedication that these people have to believe in what they're doing. And basically they're doing this in order to escape the, the heat and the hell uh, in, in, in the future. So they wanted to do this for the salvation of them themselves and for their families. Even one father, he was able to just grab his son, you know, a boy, and uh, run through this. And it was really very shocking to see what this is, uh, how, what is taking place there. But one thing I can say, these people are desperate to know the truth and able to wanted to go to heaven somehow by doing these things. So I wanted to just uh, show you and uh, ask you as you are uh, praying for us, keep praying for the for the servants of God, the, the the ministers to go out and proclaim the living word, the living God among these people, so they can able to stop doing what they're doing, walking on the hot coal in a barefoot. Uh, but believing and uh, praying to God Almighty for salvation. We do have people who have done this in the past and now they're, by God's grace, uh, worshiping the living God. We know only the gospel can set them free. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we wanted to just uh, let you know that these are the people that you can see. Uh, their hands, uh, all the fingers are gone. Uh, completely they are affected with uh, leprosies. You can see my finger here and their fingers. There is only the palm is there. So thank you very, very much for being a blessing uh, to this uh, community here. These are the desperate and needy people that we need to care for. What we are doing for them, we are doing it for God. It's a demon-possessed man. He been brought from his village just like that, tied hands and legs. You can see it on his face. You know, been dedicated to their uh, idols years ago and uh, dwelling in him. <clears throat> Taken about four or five people to control this guy. This is just after he delivered. Now he is in Jesus. Look at the transformation. Hand is loosed, leg is loosed. He has Jesus in him. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the power of Jesus. Nothing else can help but the name of Jesus. 
Amen. There are so many people that are tied up in their bondages, in their addictions, in their issues, in their problems, in their shortcomings. So long, the Lord Jesus wants to set them free. Amen. We had a wonderful worship song that was starting with the free indeed. It's, it's uh, amazing. You know, we are the child of God and uh, God wants us to be free. So keep us in your prayer as uh, the Lord continuously helping us to uh, reach out to the people. Uh, we have a table out there. Kindly uh, pick up our uh, literatures. There are more info about the ministry, how you can be involved. And I carried this all the way from India. I don't want to take it back. Uh, so kindly take them with you and uh, it will be a blessing and keep us in your prayer. That's the most important thing that God will do great things, bringing many, many millions of souls into the kingdom of God. Amen. Please turn with me to Mark chapter 2, verse 1. Mark chapter 2, verse 1. <clears throat> it says, and again he entered Kapernaum after some days. He entered in person. There are things that we can do through media, through phone, through different ways. But there are things you have to go there physically. Amen? When there is no electricity in some of this area, how does media work over there? You have to go with the person, you know, with his walking and uh, you know, getting in there. So Jesus, he went to Kapernaum and after some days, and it was here that he was in the house. Immediately, many gathered together, so there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door, and he, were, he preached the word to them. Amen? The time when Jesus was there, there is no hospitals or uh, no, you know, uh, surgeons and uh, so many people, they're having uh, so many different issues. Physically, financially, spiritually, all this aspect. And they found Jesus is the answer for all of that. That's why sometimes people gather there. They're just there for two, three days listening to Jesus. And here, nobody couldn't even get inside of this house because he was preaching. Preaching is important. Amen. All these other things are good. But having the soul and the name to be written in the book of life is more important than anything. This world and everything that we see is all going to be gone one day. But only the soul is going to be last for eternity. Amen? And here we can see, then, uh, the, then they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. Amen? I just shared with you a little bit ago, carried by four nurses. Amen? Amen? Today, when all these people, you know, we see in the Bible, they were rushing to get to Jesus where he was because they had a good leg, they can walk, they can run, they can go fast. This guy is laying in bed there on the street or somewhere, looking at everybody going through. He is not able to make himself get to Jesus. So there come four people. Instead of going there, catching the seat, trying to sit comfortably, listen to Jesus, which is not wrong, they decided to do something different, trying to help this fellow. Amen? Who couldn't make it himself into the presence of Jesus? So they, they looked at him. They said, man, you stayed here long enough. 
Jesus is in town. We don't know whether he will ever come back here again. Now we better use of the, make use of this time. And he can able to heal you. We can't. But we can able to get you there. Amen. That's what we are trying to do. We can't do the miraculous and other things on our own. That's all Jesus. We are only trying to get these people to Jesus. Amen. Then he will change their life. He will forgive them. He will heal them and so forth. And here we can see that, you know, they have to do a little bit of things differently. They went and uh, could not come near to the, uh, because of the crowd, because, you know, to him. They uncovered the roof. He was and uh, they broken through and, down, and uh, they let down the bed which the paralytic was laying. Right there. You know, all of a sudden, he, Jesus heard some rattling going on above his head. And he was just looking up and he can see the sky. Amen. It's a panoramic roof. Yeah, panoramic glass roof. You can just see the sky view. And pretty soon, there is a guy coming down on him. Amen. He is coming. That's the first lift I think was invented before Otis. And it just uh, came before Jesus. When these four people made available to get this guy before Jesus, Jesus did the rest. Amen. Later on, we can see that uh, Jesus saw their faith. And verse 11, I say unto you, arise, take up your bed and go to your house. Immediately he arose and took up the bed and went in the presence of them all. So all of them were amazed and glorified God saying, we never saw anything like this. Amen. It's all God's doing that happened there. But God used that four man to be the instrument to get that guy to Jesus. Today, Jesus is asking each one of you, will you be the four man? Will you be the four woman? Will you be the four you know, man that went out and brought this person to the Lord? It is our job to go around and collect these uh, you know, parts that are empty. But it is God's job to bless the oil and multiply as they pour into it. Like Elisha was uh, given instruction to the, you know, to the widow. So I pray the Lord Almighty will use each one of you. There are so many empty lives, empty hearts are out there in India and here. And God is using us. We have so much in our life. We can pour out into others so they can come to the knowledge of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I pray the Lord will bless you with these awesome scriptures. And uh, there's a big mission field is waiting. And the Lord's coming is getting closer than ever. We are living in the end days. And we pray that uh, God will help your heart to grip your heart. That our eyes will not be dry. But it will have a wetness of tears. Passion for Jesus. Through compassion, there comes action. Souls will be one for the kingdom of God. May the Lord bless you. Amen. So I want to take a moment and as a church pray for Billy. So if you'd stand up and grab somebody's hand. Thank you, Father God. Father, we're grateful that 
your righteousness has gone from Billy's grandma to Billy's father Moses and to Billy and now uh, to us. We have been blessed to hear how you are moving in India, how compassion turns into action and brings souls to salvation for eternity. We pray that you would continue to guide and direct unreached villages here in Body of Christ Ministries in India, that they would see the fields that are white and workers would be sent forth. We pray, Lord, for hearts, Lord, to be united with this mission in prayer and in support, Lord. We pray that you would protect Billy from the evil one who wants to steal and to kill and to destroy, that your favor would continue to be on him and that you would do exceedingly abundantly above all that he could ask or think for your glory and his joy. And we pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.